You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. WTAW news time is four minutes after seven. It is 36 degrees. News is presented by Gilmore Electric Express, voted best electrician of the Brazos Valley. For home electrical service, don't settle for less. Call Gilmore Electric Express at 979-77-LIGHT. Good morning, I'm Chelsea Reber. Brazos County Commissioners are spending more to design the remodeling of the county's administration building. Commissioners earlier this month approved adding more than $224,000 to design adding a second floor to the former church sanctuary as requested by purchasing agent Charles Went. We are expanding on the original scope. Uh, we did not intend or understand that it would have impact on some other areas, including the second floor risk management area. The architect's cost estimate as of last May for the remodeling was just over over $9 million. The Bryan Council has yet to appoint a presiding judge of the city's municipal court, but a judicial vacancy was filled by the city council earlier this month. Retired Brazos County Court at Law Judge Jim Locke was appointed on a unanimous vote. The only public comment came from Mayor Bobby Gutierrez. Judge Locke is nominated unanimously. Congratulations, sir. The vacancy was created after Gerald Wise moved from municipal court to judge of Brazos County's new 472nd District Court. Judge Locke retired from the county bench last year after serving 22 years. The local Salvation Army has announced on its Facebook page that the winner of this year's Mayor Red Kettle Ringoff is Brian's Bobby Gutierrez. There was no information on how much was raised by Gutierrez and College Station Mayor John Nichols in person and online. We're also waiting for the grand total. This year's Red Kettle goal was $200,000. A majority of College Station City Council members want more information about the activity of a tourism board that was created in September of 2021. A compromise was reached at the last council meeting agreeing with Mayor John Nichols' idea to provide updates three times a year on what members of the private sector share with the city manager. Not on all the business operations of tourism and economic development, but what's the input you're getting from these folks and uh, what are we learning from them and how are they influencing what it is you're making decisions on day to day and, and what you're asking us for resources to do. Councilwoman Elizabeth Kuhnha pressed city manager Brian Woods for minutes of tourism board meetings. Are they stored like yeah, we don't, these I mean, guys so minutes? Are? We don't post them, and I think the difference is obviously here we make business decisions that are based that are different than things we would put, put out to the public because they're based on competitive matters. So we, we keep minutes, and, and some of this is uh, certainly public, if not all of it, but we just don't post it for everyone. Kuna was joined by Dennis Maloney and Bob Yancey in wanting to know more about the activity of the 10 to 14 member advisory body. Before the fall sports season, uh, Texas A&M came to a close with last night's bowl game. Athletics director Ross Bjork shared goals for 2024 during a recent visit on the Zone's Louis Bellina show. One goal is consistency of performance across the board where A&M should be in the national conversation. This fall, we did have four of our teams go to postseason, which we, we didn't have that last fall. Women's cross country made the national meet. Volleyball made the NCAA tournament. Soccer made the NCAA tournament. Football made a bowl game. Another goal is the ongoing transition of the Aggie football program. There's just a lot of moving parts, whether it's season ticket sales, whether it's projects, new staff, all of those things.
A third goal is keeping up with what Bjork describes as the national collegiate model that includes what happens to name, image, and likeness regulations and the student-athlete's relationship with their university. WTAW News Time is 7 minutes after 7. It's 36 degrees. News is presented by Gilmore Electric Express. More news at 7.30 or online at WTAW.com. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620 945 WTAW. Hey, good morning. It's 7.09 on a Thursday after Christmas. Glad you're with us. Let's have a look at our weather. It's brought to you this morning by Malik. When the power goes out and your life is disrupted, dependably power your home with the Generac generator from Malik. Ask about financing options with $0 down. Malik, feel the difference. We'll see plenty of sunshine during the next few days with a big area of high pressure and control. Lots of sun today, mid-50s at mid-afternoon. Clear, chilly weather overnight. Light winds, low 30s. Some frost around. Sunny skies, mid-50s for Friday. Clear and chilly again Friday night down to the low 30s. Milder temperatures arrive Saturday with sunshine, low 60s. I'm meteorologist Doug Webster. 1620-945 WTAW. The Houston Texans got good news yesterday. C.J. Stroud is progressing through concussion protocol. We'll talk about that in sports. All right, there you go. So it's uh, Thursday after Christmas. Love to hear from you, as always. What's going on in your world as you uh, get back into normalcy? Yeah, let us know. 979-695-1620. So uh, I don't know if neighborhoods necessarily have... Uh, awards for Christmas decorations. Sean, I don't know, do they do that in your neighborhood? Not in mine. They no, know not where, that I know where of. Where I live. Chelsea, uh, they do that where you live? Oh, let me tell you how <laughs> well, funny there you may have okay. been a little competition at the old apartment complex. Is that right? We had a door decorating contest. Okay. And, you know, we talked about this on The Leftovers, but... It was kind of funny because I had no intentions of decorating my door. I have a wreath on my door, but some people go full all out and wrap it with like wrapping paper sure. and they have ribbons and things like that. And a lot of times you see that at office buildings and, you know, different schools, mm-hmm. things like that. Well, I follow my apartment complex online and I see that they're having this contest. And when I initially read the post, I was like, meh, whatever. Yeah, okay. And then... I was thinking about it one day for whatever reason, Dottie and I were walking around and I don't see a lot of front doors, but of the front doors that I see, none of them were decorated. Okay. So then I started thinking if they're giving away first, second and third place prizes. And again, I don't, I probably see like a 1% of the front doors, but the fact that none of them were decorated, I thought, Surely there's not a lot of people decorating oh, their doors. Got an yeah. opening so here. then all of a sudden I'm like, hmm, yeah. what if what if first place is like a month of rent? Yeah. Like that would be <laughs> I can't miss out on that. That'd be good. So I took about 14 and a half minutes one day okay. with some leftover wrapping paper from years past and some sparkly red tinsel. And I decorated, I decorated my front door. Okay. And so I submitted my front door. Well, initially, the cutoff date was, I don't know, let's say December 18th. And I did it on December, like, 17th. Okay. Well, then it says, I mean, there's a new post on social media. That goes, because this has been such a hit, we're extending the deadline, <laughs> a.k.a. nobody's Nobody decorating their doors. <laughs> yeah, so we're participating. So I'm like, I have got to win something. So sure enough, on December 26th, I get the call, and I've won third 
third place. That's great. Congratulations. So third place equals a $25 Visa gift card, oh. which is better than $0. That's right. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, you already heard through that, haven't you? Uh, yeah, no, I oh. haven't. I, you, you know, those things are weird. You have to, like, figure out how to activate them. Oh, okay. and, and you got true. It. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I mean, I just got it. But, yes, I will definitely use it. But, uh, yeah. Specs so run. I really just want to know who the other entries, <laughs> how run. many total, yeah, how many total entries were there? That, uh, you should did go I ask. Third I'm curious. Out of three? Yeah. <laughs> what, did, That's right. Did they, Congratulations. You got last you and got third. last place. <laughs> uh, on, but, but on the website, did they show the winning? They did not. Oh. And I'm kind of, but I, I appreciate that because there, it is a little weird. Like, even when I was going to submit my entry, I made sure, and sure enough, it said, like, please email us with your picture. Right. Because if you're posting, then all of a sudden, everybody knows sure. where you live. Oh, right. And, and so that. I did appreciate them keeping it somewhat anonymous. They yeah, posted yeah. the first names of the winners okay. on social media, um, but they did not post, like, pictures of their doors or anything, Should've which was Dottie's good. name on there. Yeah. Well, Dottie did make the picture. Oh. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if that helped. I hope so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what was first place? I don't know. Oh, okay. I should have asked. I'm assuming it was $100, and yeah. then they went down to 50 and then they went down to 25 Yeah, well, that's cool. So, that's, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, uh, but I, I, yeah, but again, I did not see another door. I mean, there were doors with wreaths on them for yeah. sure, but no one else actually wrapped their door, yeah. <laughs> so, at least in my section of the building. And you don't know who the judges were? No, I mean, I'm assuming it's just the girls that work up at the front desk, like sure. at, in, the, in the office building. Right. yeah. So I don't know. I'm old and I can't remember a lot of stuff, but um, I remember that I did. It was in two judging groups. Uh huh. One was for the Christmas parade. Okay. And uh, we all got into a van and uh, drove down the parade line and had to had to do the, the judging for that. And then I did a neighborhood Christmas. Uh, decoration thing, or like City of Brian or oh, City okay. of Palace. Uh-huh. Same thing. We got in a van and drove all over to these places that were nominated, and then we chose to do that. And it was kind of fun. I mean, you know, we just uh, met folks you didn't know sure. and yeah. got to do that kind of thing. And I don't know if they do that kind of stuff anymore. I mean, yeah. were, were there some kind of contest for outdoor home decorating this year if they I, were I uh, yeah i them. have no idea i know my parents neighborhood does a decoration competition every year yeah and so they i don't know what the award you know the, the winning house gets or whatever but yeah they, they de- certainly do it but you know our neighborhood here that we live in here doesn't do anything well like you that. Know, and a long time ago and I, I don't know if it still is is true but over if in the area of um mm, let me see. Right by, I'm trying to remember some of the streets that were involved. They used to do a place in Bryan, just in, in the inside the Bryan city limits, where Brookside, I think, was one of the streets. On yes. there, if you know where that is. And they would do, they would do um, Disney characters. Correct. That were painted. Didn't Jay live over there? Jay, yeah. Yes. Jay still lives over there. Okay. And, I mean, it was kind of a deal where they would have a, na- they have a neighborhood parade. There are these, like, to. big wooden cutouts. Correct. And they were all Disney characters. And they were not lit. Yes. You had to put a light in front of them. Uh-huh. I mean, it was really old It was nice because you could also see them through the day. Yeah, yep. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of an old school thing. And I don't know if they still do that or not. And I don't know if any other neighborhoods have gotten together to do that kind of thing. But it might be kind of neat. I mean, 
Obviously, um, for any number of reasons, knowing your neighbors can be a good thing. Oh, sure. Yeah. If you end up having some sort of a situation where you, you're together and you do that, then let it, if your neighborhood does that or if they're still doing that over on the Brookside area, if you know that, let us know. It's kind of a. I know that they had some of the Disney characters up last year. I used to take Brookside because there is just a place that I, I went often. And yeah. so I used to drive down there more than I do now. I don't anymore. But um, and, and yeah, so I, I didn't see it this year, but I know that they still did some of that stuff last yeah. year. And I I don't know. So. If, I'm not sure. Maybe Disney got involved. They didn't want oh. it. I mean, who, you know, who knows? But you Disney to, came after Brian. Exactly. Yes. It's 718. It's the Infomaniacs on a uh, Thursday morning. Man, I slept well last night. Did you? I really did. I did not. Yeah. I have not uh, for the last couple of nights. I'm glad you did. Yeah. It's a good feeling. <laughs> it is. It really is. It is a, yeah, good, feeling. It's a good feeling. So now, are, are you guys, do you remember your dreams? Sometimes. Okay. I don't think... I, I'm sure if you took a poll, I would probably be below average on the amount of dreams that I remember. What about you, Sean? I am pretty much the exact same. I will wake up and remember them sometimes, but for the most part, I will. You know, you remember them right away. Yeah. And then if you doze back off, I just have no, I will remember that I had a dream that I thought that was oh, interesting, okay. yeah. but I won't remember the details of it. Yeah. See, I'm either like I remember it or I just don't think I dreamt. But gotcha. people tell you you probably dream you probably every night. probably did. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a million things that are unusual about dreams and some mm -hmm. people can remember very well and, and some can't. Um, and don't know what it is that makes you necessarily remember a dream when you are not one of those people who does. But mm -hmm. amazing facts about dreams for you this morning. Blind people dream. People oh. who become blind after birth can see images in their dreams. People who are born blind do not see any images, but have dreams equally vividly involving their other senses, like sound, smell, touch, and emotion. Oh, yeah, that's wow, wild. Wow, that is interesting. Well, here you go. You forget 90% of your dreams. Mm -hmm. Within five minutes of waking, half of your dream is forgotten. Within 10 minutes, 90% is gone. That is sounds exactly right. Yep. Yep. That was what I was just describing. Okay, yep. so okay, yep. uh, okay, I'm not crazy. And that's why some people they wake up and if they had a dream, they journal it. Like right. they dream try journals. to write it down. Yep, uh -huh. exactly. Every human being dreams, but men and women have different dreams and different physical reactions. Men tend to dream more about other men, oh. while women tend to dream equally about men and women. Huh, that's, right. interesting. that's interesting. Yeah. We only dream of what we know. Our dreams are frequently full of strangers who play out certain parts, but did you know that your mind is not inventing those faces? Those are real faces of real people that you have seen like during your life or maybe the last week or whatever. That is really that weird. That is really creepy. But may not remember. <laughs> that yeah, is weird. Yeah, because I definitely had dreams that I remember and I'm like, oh, but I have no idea who the person the was. Right. <gasps> But I've seen them. Man, oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, not everyone dreams in color. A full 12% of sighted dr people dream exclusively in black and white. All right. Hmm. I don't know if I've ever dreamt or remembered a dream in black and white. I, yeah, I definitely don't. So get this. Dreams are not about what they are about. <laughs> if Yeah, yeah, I don't know. If you dream about some particular subject, it is not often that the dream is about that. Dreams speak in a deeply mm. symbolic language. Ah. That's why there's that dream work, dream mm -hmm. journal. External stimuli invade our dreams. This is called dream incorporation, and it's the experience that most of us have had 
where a sound from reality is heard in our dream and incorporated in some way, right? We've done that. Mm-hmm. Alarm clock, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking oh, up, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. And similarly, though less external, examples would be when you are physically thirsty or your mind incorporates that feeling into your brain mm. because, you know, you've been dreaming. Uh-huh. Right? Uh. This is kind of creepy. You are paralyzed while you sleep. Believe it or not, your body is virtually paralyzed during your sleep, most likely to prevent your body from acting out aspects of your dreams. According to a Wikipedia article on dreaming, glands begin to secrete a hormone that helps induce sleep and neurons send signals to the spinal cord, which cause the body to relax and later become essentially paralyzed. Whoa. Yeah. I have those dreams where you're like trying to do something. Uh-huh. It, it's So one of my reoccurring dreams is I'm trying to serve a volleyball over the net okay. and I can't do it. Wow. And that is something I've done thousands, sure, sure, sure. hundreds right. of thousands of times sure. in my life successfully. Yeah. Okay. So toddlers do not dream about themselves until about the age of three. From the same age, children typically have more, many more nightmares than adults do until age seven or eight. Huh. Okay. How do they, but how do they know? Is the toddler, the two-year-old waking up during the sleep study and telling I, them what I they dreamed got, about? Got to be a brainwave thing. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. That, oh, just, yeah. seems, that not, just seems kind of a weird, I, I mean, I, I not that track. I don't believe it. Yeah. I just yeah. wonder how they were able to find that out. So we're talking about that incorporation a minute ago, talking about incorporating something in your dream that's happening in your reality. You know, how do you wake up in the morning and and how often are you in a deep sleep when that alarm or whatever it is that wakes you up, does that get incorporated in your dream? Mm-hmm. So, like, how are you waking up now? So, I got, uh, we, we may talk about it later. One of my favorite Christmas presents I got this year is called a hatch alarm. And it has all of these light and sound functions on it. And so, right now, it's waking up by slowly, the light, like, slowly starts to grow, kind of to simulate sunrise. And then it starts playing this really soft, like, wake up sound um you know what like bowls like when bowls make music Uh like okay so that's what i have it set to right now and it's just the softest most pleasant way to wake up look at this i didn't know these existed oh they're it's i'm still i still haven't probably used two percent of the functions like i'm trying to it's it's pretty high tech but at the same time it's fairly easy to at least you know play the music and the sounds when i wake up so well it was was the last month a couple of months ago we played what we wake up to but mm-hmm. you've changed that now. Oh, yeah. yes, yes. And there's so many different ways to wake up, like different sounds you can wake up to. And then they also have a bunch of night sounds that you can play. So right now I'm falling asleep to the night rain, which oh. is lovely. Oh. <laughs> oh, they've got babies and kids products. Yes, they All do. Right. They do. So, but more than every, it, but like the best part about it is like the clock is very discreet. If anything, it like doesn't show at all. And so it's, it's a very um, non-intrusive piece of technology into your bedroom. All right, so now are you creating a situation where when you try I'm going to have to take it with you're me. You're going to it everywhere. It oh my gosh. I don't know. I, I don't have any crutches like that. Like I don't have a pillow I have to travel with. I don't, you know, I, I'll probably, I, I have started using a sleep mask more, but uh, yeah, well, I don't know. We'll mask, see. A sleep we'll mask see. is not that big a deal because you can just tuck that for in. For sure. For sure. Right, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Oh, it'll be interesting. Uh, but yes. it, I, let me tell you, I just, I wake up much much more calmly than with the like jarring alarm <laughs> sound. Big, <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. And I know there are things on the phone that, you know, whatever. No, this is totally different. It's been a game changer the mm-hmm. last three mornings. The hatch alarm. Yep. Huh? yep. All right. There you go. 
WTAW News Time is 7.30. It's 36 degrees. News is presented by American Momentum Bank. Building financial success one client at a time. Equal Housing Lender member FDIC. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reber. Since September 2021, the City of College Station has a tourism board that works with the city manager. At the last council meeting, around 30 minutes was taken to discuss whether that board should include council members and make those meetings open to the public. A council majority supported Mayor John Nichols' suggestion to provide updates on the activity of the tourism board, whose members come from the industry's private sector. Putting a council member on there or particularly making a public meeting, you won't get any input from these folks because they're, they're going to give honest opinions when they're in their own organization and the city manager and his staff can weigh and balance you know, the strengths and weaknesses of those arguments. Councilwoman Linda Harvell brought up to City Manager Brian Woods her past experience of directing four tourism agencies whose boards included council members. Y'all don't have the tourism background. It really concerns me, Brian. You have total exclusivity in appointing the members. So I will just say that was council's directive. If you would like to appoint the members or or that is totally within your purview. Wood says minutes are kept of the tourism board meetings, but they're not posted. Brazos County residents seeking rent and utility assistance can apply at the Salvation Army office in Bryan next Tuesday morning. At WTW.com, you can find the Salvation Army's list of instructions and a disclaimer that there is no guarantee of receiving assistance. The Salvation Army's Facebook page has also announced this year's Mayor's Red Kettle Ring-Off winner is Brian's Bob. Gutierrez. There was no information as to how much was raised in person and online by Gutierrez and College Station Mayor John Nichols. This year's Red Kettle goal going towards year-round assistance was $200,000. We are waiting for this year's grand total. A retired Brazos County Court at Law judge now works for the city of Bryan. Councilwoman Marka Ewers-Shirtliff, who is a lawyer, made the motion during this month's regular meeting to fill a municipal court judge vacancy. I'd like to move to adopt an ordinance appointing Judge Jim Locke as the Bryan Municipal Court of Record Associate Judge, effective December 12, 2023, and authorizing the mayor to sign a contract for services with Judge Locke. Judge Locke retired from the county bench last year after serving 22 years. He fills the vacancy that was created when Gerald Wise moved to be the judge of Brazos County's new 472nd District Court. The Bryan Council, which has four associate judges, has yet to name a presiding municipal court judge. The cost to design renovations at the Brazos County Administration Building is increasing by $224,000. Commissioners approved earlier this month amending the design contract that adds a second floor to the former church sanctuary as recommended by purchasing agent Charles Wendt. In order to make a corridor to access the second floor, we're having to widen out some of those areas. The additional design also address the additional design cost also addresses issues with walls or windows in the former sanctuary. We're trying to make sure we button all that up and have that uh, watertight to make sure we don't have any ongoing or create any issues in a brand new space. As of last May, the architect's cost estimate for the remodeling was just over $9 million. An arrest was made this week from an assault that took place October 29th in the emergency room of St. Joseph's Hospital in Bryan. The Bryan police arrest report says 19-year-old Roderick Anthony Jones II of College Station dug his nails into the skin of an ER employee with enough force to draw blood. Jones was arrested and released from jail yesterday after posting a $25,000 bond. Meantime, a man with a similar name was indicted by a Brazos County grand jury last month on charges from causing a crash more than two years ago while under the influence of marijuana. 
Arizona. The Bryan Police arrest report says 31-year-old Roderick Dion Jones of Navasota was attempting to elude officers when his car struck a tree near the city golf course. A passenger in his car was treated for a dislocated ankle where a bone protruded through the side of her leg. The indictment charges Jones with intoxication assault causing serious bodily injury and aggravated assault causing serious bodily injury. He's been out of jail on bond since shortly after his arrest in November of 2021. Texas A&M's athletic director shared three goals for next year during a recent visit on the Zone's Louis Bellina show. The majority of time taken by Ross Bjork was defining what he describes as the national collegiate model. What happens to NIL? What happens to the status between the athlete and the institution? Is there a contract one day? Bjork thinks the issues facing college athletics will be settled in the next two to three years. It's either going to be mandated by a court case, we're going to get help from Congress, or we're going to figure it out on ourselves. But if we figure it out on ourselves, then we're at the risk of a, of a lawsuit. Bjork says A&M should have a seat in the national conversation. I don't think we should let other people kind of hand it to us. I think we ought to be at the table. I think we, we deserve to be at the table, and I think we have good perspective because of where we sit. Two other goals are completing the transition of the Aggie football program and bringing to all Aggie sports a consistency of performance where A&M is in the national conversation. WTAW News Time is 7.36. It is 36 degrees. News is presented by American Momentum Bank. More news at the top of the hour or online at WTAW.com. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620-945-WTAW. Hey, good morning. 7.39. It's the Infomaniacs on this Thursday morning. We're in the WC Tractor Studio, your local award-winning Kubota New Holland dealer in Bryan and Navasota. And the weather is brought to you by Gladney Automotive Solutions. No car is too new for Gladney. To make your appointment, visit GladneyAutomotive.com. Here you are. See plenty of sunshine during the next few days with a big area of high pressure and control. Lots of sun today, mid-50s at mid-afternoon. Clear, chilly weather overnight. Light winds, low 30s. Some frost around. Sunny skies, mid-50s for Friday. Clear and chilly again for Friday night down to the low 30s. Milder temperatures arrive Saturday with sunshine, low 60s. I'm meteorologist Doug Webster, 1620-945 WTAW. Aggie football was depleted last night. They fought to the last play but lost to Oklahoma State. We'll talk about that in sports. All right, moving on. Basketball season, then baseball season. Yeah. Yeah. Track, tennis, swimming, all that kind of stuff. Softball. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. move on. That's right. Yeah, so let's uh, let's move on. Earlier this morning, I was... uh, Congratulating uh, Chelsea and Sean on the wonderful promo that they have for their podcast. They uh, do that to let you know about their podcast, which break, uh, drops, what, every Friday? Every Friday we right. come out with a new episode. Yep. And, uh, what, the, the reason I, it made me feel so good is there was a Sean, who's like 35, uh, struggling to come up with a name, a uh, <laughs> battle that I have yeah. on a regular basis all the time, <laughs> words, names, whatever it happens to be, uh-huh. just the fact that, that uh, people half my age are having the same problems. You know, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it's a thing. And that promo is not rare. Like that, that you know, type That's of thing happens, happens all the time. All the time okay. on the yeah. podcast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, yeah. It just, well, I had a good enough clip to make a promo out of that one. Mm-hmm. Well, it's happening all the time in our head. We got a lot of stuff yeah, going on. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on. So here's the, somebody polled thousands of U.S. Americans to ask them what something will be nostalgic for 20 years from now. Okay. Mm-hmm. 20 years from now. All okay, right. 2043. Yeah, something like that. So number six is virtual reality. Okay, Augmented reality, yeah. apps like Pokemon Go and that kind of thing. Oh, oh yeah, okay. okay, yeah. Crop tops. <laughs> Crop tops. <laughs> I mean, Again, those made a comeback, so in well, 20 years, maybe they'll have already made another so, comeback. Yeah, they, they were popular 20 years ago, 40 yeah. years ago, 30 years yeah. ago. 20, yeah. You know, whatever. They've been around a long time. Working from home, 34%. 
say, we'll be back in the office by, you know, 2043. That's what yeah. they're saying. Yeah, I would assume before yeah. then. And again, okay. a, lot of, a lot of companies struggling with that even to this day. Get this, boot cut jeans and flares. Okay, well, those also made a comeback. Yeah, uh, in, yeah I feel like I've seen those. Yeah, yep. they, and, and, and they're again. still kind of on the uptick right now. I mean, right. the, the I was whole say skinny that. jean thing is, you know, more and more people are getting out of that and going back to kind of the wide leg, trouser, boot cut, flare. Yeah. Well, and again... For people whose legs are as short as mine, it's tough to do the flare or boot cut. True. I mean, the boot cut's okay, but the flare, there's yeah. no way. I mean, flare, are we talking start? like the be- bell, not bottoms. bell bottoms? Yeah. That kind of flare. Yeah. Okay, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. I've seen those as, as recently as someone yeah. this weekend. Yeah, all right, well, there you go. Okay. Uh, number two, trending music on TikTok. That includes songs that are used mm. and reused in videos. Okay. Uh, so there you go. The Oh No song, I don't even know what that is. But, uh, yeah. I'm, you I don't know. know? Okay, never mind. Uh, it doesn't ring a bell. I, nope. I, I'm sure if I heard it, I probably yeah. heard it on a TikTok video, but I don't know the names of any of them. Yeah. Number one, <laughs> smartphones. Mm. 52% think that we'll be nostalgic. Like, remember really? when we had iPhones? Yeah. I guess I wonder where we'll I be, I just don't though. know where we'd go. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm right. And that's the thing. We but don't But then know. we probably, if you would have asked us 40 years ago, we wouldn't have even known that a smartphone was possible. Yeah. Yeah, remember so. the debit card at Burger King? Yeah, yeah. yeah. there you are. Yeah. Right. A few quick stats on uh, what U.S. Americans are currently nostalgic for. In general, we're the most nostalgic for our teen and tween years, specifically stuff we experienced between the ages of 11 and 20. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And no matter how old you are, the top three things we're nostalgic for are fashion, slang, and famous actors from our hate from their Oh, hate. that's interesting. Oh, okay. It is. Yeah. 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 So I mean, it's uh so top holiday movies, you know, Home Alone, Santa Claus, Miracles on 34th Street, depending on your age, your nostalgic Christmas movie may be completely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So Santa like Claus, I feel like is on all the time. Yeah. It just really is. And that is one we grew up with. We yes, you know, I remember seeing that as a kid yep. and being like, "Oh, that was really funny." And now it's just on all the time and yeah. Yeah, I watch I saw just because I follow her and um I kind of know her through mutual friends, but she she's an influencer and podcaster and all these things, but she and she's 30, but she watched The Holiday for the first time this year and was like, "What what how have I been missing this? Oh, this is yeah. the Best Christmas movie ever, yeah. and but I think if you, she was probably just a little too young when it came right. out to watch it, and just never watched it yeah. until this year. And well, so, and yeah. One thing that's interesting about, and it, it's kind of what you're saying. It's when, whenever you're young, those years, a five year difference is so big of a difference. Yes. But when you get older, yeah, it doesn't seem like that, that big not. of a difference. But exactly. that's a perfect example of it being a difference. If you were just on the outside of that age group of who watched it first, and then you were never introduced to it for whatever reason right. later on in life, you missed it. Yep. So for better or worse, and sometimes it's better, sometimes it doesn't end up well, something that you're nostalgic for, do you try to send that to the next generation? For instance, I played with this toy when I was young, and hopefully you'll want to play with it too. I did that this year with my niece. All right. So <laughs> I bought her body glitter. Okay. What is body glitter? That sounds like it's trouble exactly, for parents. That doesn't sound like your parents oh, are going to like Absolutely yeah. not. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's They come in these jars, and it's this like goop that has glitter, and you can put it on your face or your <laughs> eyelids or your arms and whatever. It's very kid-friendly and safe. Yeah. I made sure to 
you sure. know, it said that all over the box. Uh, and so, but that was something, I mean, Limited 2 used to have like roll on yeah. body glitter and body splash. And See? like, it's kind of yeah. like pre-makeup days. Okay. And, right. Yeah, she is very young still. But I mean, even her mom bought her like a little pre-makeup makeup set this year which is just supposed to be for fun and to like you know play around it's not like she's gonna be putting it on before school in the mornings and they all have glitter they have and glitter they, all they, yeah glitter exactly now, exactly but the body glitter i was like oh like when i saw it in the store i was like oh my gosh it brought me back to my childhood and how much i loved that stuff that's so funny okay so you dropped the limited two there yes and that was i remember like the girls in middle school oh. that was the store it, it was. was like go to and then you would walk by it in the mall and I would be like, why is that source so <laughs> shiny? It's just glistening it's just everywhere. Glistening. It's like a beacon of light. And it, that's why. It was because of the glitter. We did, our, my niece is 10 years old. Uh-huh. And so, or she's going to turn 10. And so we that we did kind of that same thing. What It was like the lip gloss. Yes. You know, it's like the shiny, it's like a kid you know, like the younger yeah, age. Yeah. And so Hannah wanted to do that because, you know, she, she's going to be 10. And so she's going to, and you, you know, I don't know. I guess that's like the entry level makeup sure, is like lip sure. gloss or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's something know. easy. Shiny and, yeah, stuff. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. So, it tastes good. <laughs> how about when it comes to toys? So, I mean, is there a name out there that has gone on for years? We mm. we got, Maddie, a, and this is probably going to ring a bell for people. It's called a radio flyer. Oh, gosh. Well, yes. yeah, yeah. So we got her the radio flyer tricycle. Oh. Yeah, I didn't and know they so, had uh, expanded the brand. So they yeah. did, and so I was just curious about it because this is we. This was um, a hand me down. We just got a hand me down one uh-huh. because, and, and you know, the person we got it from, she was like, "It still has lots of love to give." And sure. It was really cute. Oh yeah. And so Maddie just loves this thing. It's got all these attachments oh, for as she gets yes. older, she can just do the pedals. Right now, it's got a little protective thing over the pedals because she doesn't know how to pedal. Yeah. And it's got a handle on the back that we can push her. And so she oh, just that's nice. she just loves it. Right. Yeah. It helps the back. All right. So not too long ago, I saw uh, some people pushing their child in a stroller that had pedals in it. Oh, that's kind of cool. It really was. Already get their oh, legs wow. working. Exactly. That yeah. is a good idea. Exactly. You get them thinking about that. That I'm they're moving. making it move. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And then you transition into something. I like say that. I didn't know about this thing. I definitely had one of yeah. them. So you've seen, sure. yeah, yes. right, right. Because I remember that like flat thing on the back that you could kind yeah. of like step on. Yeah, right. there's a, yeah, it's like yeah. a little step and yeah. it's got a, it's got, you can lift it and put things in. She yep. was putting my watch in it last night. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, so it's the brand Radio Flyer. Yeah. It's the wagon that everybody It's the wagon, exactly was created i was just curious because i'm like here i am in 2023 with a one-year-old that loves this brand radio flyer this they started making these in 1917 this toy has been being made has been made since 1917 and is still over 100 this popular with kids in 2023 yeah it's just crazy and there used to be another one, so you got that. But then, do you remember the truck that was called the REO Speedwagon? I mean, Let's I've see. heard that name. Well, there was a group. Well, the, not, oh, not the okay. Band, but the ride. I was yeah. like, yeah. yeah, yeah, there was a toy. Now it's not a rideable. It's time for it's not, me to fly. There you go. <laughs> uh, no, the truck though. But that's a, but old time toys. I mean, the radio. And you're right. The radio flyer that that resonates with. Anybody in our audience. Right. Well, it is, Almost it's, any age. it's simple. Like you said, they've exactly. extended the brand just enough to keep it up to date, right. but without taking away the memory and the nostalgia that the older generations right. have of it. It's still here after 100 years. And obviously good quality. Yep. Good morning. I'm Sean Burnett with your morning sports update on 1620-945-WTAW. 
A depleted Texas A&M football came up short last night in the Tax Act Texas Bowl against Oklahoma State. The guys were down 24-6 at the half, but outscored the Cowboys 17-7 in the second half before missing out on a Hail Mary as time expired. The final score was 31-23. Quarterback Jalen Henderson left the game with an injury on the first play of the game. Marcel Reed came in at quarterback and went 20 of 33 for 361 yards passing and rushed 10 times for 29 yards and a score. Interim head coach Elijah Robinson praised the guys that did play after the loss. Not the results we wanted. I'll tell you what, I'm proud of that team in that locker room. I'm proud of those guys that stuck it through. Um, a lot of people talked about the guys that weren't here this whole time as we was preparing for the bowl game. Nobody talked about the guys that weren't here enough. And I tell you what, that's a resilient group. They fought for a team to go down 24-6, knowing they was going to a transition here in the next day or so. They came back out in the second half and they fought their tails off. But again, I'm proud of that group. And um, man, it's been a great six years. And I'm gonna miss being here in Aguilar. Six defensive players made their first starts for the Aggies, including 12th man Sam Matthews at safety. He spoke after the game on the experience. As far as knowing if I was starting, that was a game time decision. We had uh, a couple guys that were hopefully going to be able to play, and uh, it wasn't for sure. So um, obviously I just approached every practice like I was going to get my shot, and it sure ended up paying off today. But we didn't come out with the dub, but I feel pretty confident that this team's um, trending upwards right now. The Aggies finished the season with a 7-6 and six record and will look to move forward with the new Mike Elko era beginning today. Another bowl action yesterday, Virginia Tech beat Tulane in the Military Bowl, West Virginia beat North Carolina in the Mayo Bowl, and USC took down number 15 Louisville in the Holiday Bowl. The Houston Texans got good news yesterday as quarterback C.J. Stroud practiced in a limited fashion. Head coach D'Amico Ryan said he still has one more phase to clear of the concussion protocol. It's encouraging to have C.J. back out you know, at practice today. It's, it's encouraging to see him. It, it just lifts everybody's spirits to see him back doing well and still progressing in the right direction. So you know, happy about that. The Texans will take on the Tennessee Titans Sunday as they're trying to hang on in the AFC South and the wildcard race. If they win their last two games against the Titans and the Colts, they'll make the postseason. And in the NBA last night, the Houston Rockets lost their second straight against the Suns and the Dallas Mavericks lost at home to the Cavaliers. That's your morning sports update on 1620-945-WTAW. I'm Sean Burnett. Hey, it's about three minutes still. It's the Infomaniacs on the Thursday, the last Thursday of the year. I mean, you know, we're going to have a new year by the time the weekend's over. Yep. And celebrate on Monday. and not We're not going to be here. Okay? No, so we're not. We will not be. <laughs> we're not even going to call in. So. Nope. <laughs> but as we get, get forward, uh, look forward to that, things that everyone should start making time for again. Okay. Savoring Ooh. time to do nothing. Mm. Taking a cue from our pre-industrialized society before we did all that in the cultures. Uh, just kind of enjoy yourself. You know, yeah. there's still parts of the world where they take siestas in the oh, afternoon. Oh, man, I need to move there. Sit mm-hmm. down, tease, those sorts of things. Just kind of take advantage of savoring, doing nothing. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Think before we respond. Mm. We've become too conditioned to require things immediately. Someone asks a question and we have to respond that second. 
Such was not the case before texting and comment threads. A sign of true intelligence and confidence is someone who takes time to consider the question at hand in a little more depth and then offers a response. Love that one. Yeah. How about cooking a nice meal just for the sake of doing so? It really trains you to defy your need for instant gratification. And of course, it puts you in touch with something that's very human and can be lovely if done right. Speaking of that, getting really dressed up for no other reason than just wanting to. Except if you go to work like that, people go, why are you so dressed right. up? Yeah, exactly. that's yeah, true. Yeah. Books, actual hard copies Woo. of books you yeah. can scribble notes in, mark off sections of, and smell the ink through and hear the sound of turning pages and bending spines mm. while you read. Music to my ears. Mm-hmm. Celebrating things with long, multiple course dinners. Oh, I <laughs> love this. And I do. I need to do it more often. Um, instead of just, uh, okay, sorry, multiple course dinners that we hold for people as opposed to just drinking ourselves into an oblivion, <laughs> which I do too sometimes. But for the most part, yes, I love a long dinner. I love a long dinner. Cleaning yes. because it's satisfying and doing things like painting walls or getting fresh flowers just mm. because they're therapeutic. It's nice. Making sure relationships are actually based on time spent with one another. People seem to be sustaining them through only digital means mm. right now. Let's get it, let's get in person with these people physically. That's the only way it'll give you a sense of human connectedness. Just sitting and listening to music. We've made music background noise in our everyday lives. Now and again, we should just sit and enjoy it like people used to. And finally, how about traveling by train? Oh. Now, it's, it's not possible in a lot of times, <laughs> but... The very idea that you're on the earth and actually doing things like that. How much do you miss when you're up in the sky or you're on an interstate someplace? So I still want to take so a train hopefully. ride. Never there, done it. Still go. on hey, my list. A Brian Broadcasting Station, WTAW, College Station, Brian.